And again, answering are the Eagles. Cato now, 4-3. That's two in a row for the freshman. The steal, the spin, behind the back, behind the back, splitting the double team. What's going on, fellas and gals, fellow FGCU fans? This is Elliot Cressy and Russell Kelly, as always. Hello. On Screech Report. Hey, have we ever, like, dived into why we're called Screech Report? I think it's pretty clear, but for those who may not know. Yeah, it's clear if you know the source material, the inspiration. Right, so any avid sports fan who is... Involved Avid. with apps and and on phones and stuff. Yeah, knows, wants notifications should, from their favorite Should team. know of Bleacher Report, right? Yeah. So, Personally, not to... Well, yeah. Screw it. I'm plugging them. Um, it's, the app is significantly better than ESPN's app. Like, almost everything um, gets to you seconds to minutes to an hour faster than, than ESPN lets a tweet from Schefter get out. For sure. And then most or times... Roach. The ESPN app will just crash or something or never load, an art, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Bleach Report, Screech Report, Eagles, do they screech? That's up for debate, but we thought yeah, it was cool. I heard I mean, it was actually a falcon that screeches. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. But it's, yeah. In Hollywood, Eagles yeah, they screech. screech. They so can... that's hence like Screech Report. the end of our intro. I mean, that's why our logo kind of plays off Bleach Report's logo. So. Yeah. Anyway. We thought it was cool. We don't care what you think. uh what's going on man uh the saga of 2020 continues yes it does um where did june go Uh, like it was literally just the end of may and now it's like basically july yeah the fourth is like next week yeah i don't know june did not happen i i got karma back to me when i called out the coronavirus and i got sick for like the last week and i thought i had it i got tested on this past sunday was actually father's day Mm-hmm. And I had to wait four days, and the test came back negative, but... Corona was not your daddy. <laughs> no, but I had the fever for two days. I was coughing up some white material. <laughs> um, it was not Our fun. listeners are so excited to hear about your white material. Yeah. I was off from work for four days, even though I still worked from home, just because that's what we can do now. But no, I, th- I thought I had a near-corona scare, and it turned out to be just... Uh, a little, a little bug. A little June bug. Yeah, literally. Oh, a June, June bug. bug. <laughs> Holy sh- <laughs> But yeah, other than that, man, it's uh, it seems like as far as Corona goes, it's getting worse in Florida at least. Yeah, the other day, uh, I mean, it's been going up like almost a thousand cases every day of, you know, new positives. And then from what was it from Thursday to Friday, it was up like 3000 cases it was like nine. I mean, the death rate is still pretty damn low. But it's like, so I, I, it's hard to say, obviously, if it's what I'll say is everyone's going to have this thing at some point, whether it's naturally or by a vaccine in your bloodstream, you're going to get some kind of something in your body related to COVID-19. So, you know, sorry for those who it affects and kills, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, hopefully nobody, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird, man. Like, I, I feel like we've never been around 
uh, something like this that has like hit the world for the first time like this. Like obviously influenza was way before our time. The the bubonic plague was I'm not, <laughs> centuries I, before our time. I'm not about to get into conspiracy theories because that's not what this spot. We can start a new podcast if you want conspiracy about that. Theories. But all I'm saying is it'll be interesting to see what happens after November 3rd with all of oh, this. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody... That's all I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. It'll just be interesting. Yeah. Will it go away? Will it still be here? Hmm, I don't know. Or will it be coincidence that it's gone away? <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I don't think it's coincidence. Who knows? Because doesn't the thing thrive in the winter months anyways? I don't know. So if it goes away, I mean, it, when it, it gets cold, it's, it's like... I mean, it's apparently it was in the United States in like December of last year. In January. It's just... It wasn't known about as much. Yeah, I don't want to keep talking yeah, about it. Just, just wash your damn hands and wear a mask. Yeah, all that. <laughs> so, today we had the the pleasure of speaking with scout team legend Ryan Roquant, a former big man on the FGCU team, and he's he's doing pretty well for for 2020 yeah considering. <laughs> he's got a few job offers and and he'll go into that in the interview but it was uh, it was cool to talk to him and, and see his perspective uh on, on on the team from his side of things vantage point right so we'll drop that little clippy right here for you <laughs> going to the mind of a ryan roquant Today we welcome FGCU legend uh, Ryan Raquant, uh, former FGCU center, or I, I guess you can—I don't know if you if you call uh, positions like that in, in college, but five, five spot, and uh, former scout teamer and, and graduated this year. How's it going, man? What's it like to graduate in a year like like 2020? You got any uh, job interviews lined up, or what's going on? Well, everything's going great, and uh, of course, thank you for having me. Uh, graduating in 2020 is very interesting, as you guys can probably imagine. Uh, I have been fortunate to land a couple job interviews. Uh, a couple of them were very successful, waiting to hear back from a few people right now. But it's definitely very strange times, you know, just trying to find my way and see what happens from here. All right, well, before we get any further started... Um... I got to ask you a couple things. Um, we, you know, we want to get to know uh, Ryan Roquant, you know, as a scout teamer, you know, you're not always in the spotlight, obviously, and people don't, you know, necessarily know a lot about you. So we're going to ask a little bit of some off the wall stuff here. Um, let's see. So you got a favorite color? Favorite color? Yeah. It's black. It's, it's probably... Not a very interesting color, but you know it is a great. Color. Well, it's slimming, so there you go. Um, you got a favorite NBA team, favorite NBA player, something like that. Celtics and the favorite player, OKG. Okay, you got to pick that. I was so mad when when that trade happened, just as like a mad Bulls fan. Like <laughs> I was like, how the how the heck are we gonna win the East now? And we didn't. So there you go. <laughs> uh, what kind of games are you into, if any? You. Uh, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, what do you pick? PlayStation, uh, a little too much, actually. You can catch me on Call of Duty 
almost 24-7 right now. <laughs> you play with Goody, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. No, not, not too much, but, you know, I actually play with uh, Ryan McAdoo, so shout out to him. Another okay. old awesome. guy team was. Uh, favorite show from when you were a kid? Oh, that's a tough one. Right? Uh, you know, my favorite show growing up was probably Cash Cab. And that's another unconventional answer, but great show. Okay. Everybody hadn't seen to check it out. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we'll do last one here. Um, if you had to have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? One food? Probably steak. Steak? That's, that's a man's answer right there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I remember somewhere seen somewhere that coming out of high school you most you had like nearly a 5.0 GPA and then consistently during college you had a 4.0 GPA so what what happened man what what hap- what kept you from having a 5 in college a bit easier in high school i, I graduated <laughs> 4.9 and then got a little busy during college and slacked off and only got a 3.6 <laughs> slacked off playing basketball <laughs> Exactly. So, and then the other thing to go with that, you got two degrees in three years. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. What were those degrees in? Finance and economics. That's awesome. It took me five years to get one, so kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what kind of uh, jobs are you looking at after college right now? What What interviews are you getting? I'm looking to go into financial planning eventually. So to start off, I'm looking at either associate roles or different kind of sales positions just to get my feet wet and really get some foundation. Very cool. Uh, you were, you know, born and raised in the area, uh, spent time in Estero, uh, Estero High School. Um, I came here personally, we both did, Elliot and I uh, came here in the fall for 2011. And I remember coming and seeing all the new things. Um, I was We were both among the first freshmen to live in Palmetto Hall. And now there's like two other buildings over there. And, you know, Treeline, the street was like brand new and Metro was, was brand new and all that. How has it been kind of growing up here, you know, from your like youth all the way to now and seeing like how things have changed in the area? Looking back at it, it's, it's crazy. And it all happens pretty gradually so while it was all happening i wasn't really realizing what was going on but you know now looking back at what it used to be it's just insane to see what the area's done and what it's continuing to do right now for sure yeah i mean it's it's been insane to watch fort myers astero bonita springs grow in the last i guess decade but what are uh let's go back into some fgcu basketball memories now what are your favorite memories from uh from either the Dunk City run or or at your time with the team? My favorite thing with the Dunk City run was just, you know, seeing the unexpected happen right before my eyes. And we were watching the game, and obviously we were just such underdogs. And then just from the beginning of the game, the first game, I was like, wow, this is, this is incredible, and I really hope they keep it up. And I was somewhat shocked, man, when they pulled that off. And – 
moving from there, it's just incredible to see. And then that really sparked the goal of mine to end up here one day. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, I mean, yeah, it sparked that goal for you and you decided to come to FGCU. And I mean, it didn't hurt that your freshman year was with guys like, like, um, Brandon Goodwin, Zach Johnson, Christian Terrell. I mean, how was it playing with some of those guys who have now gone on to, you know, one NBA player and a couple of guys who are overseas now? Yeah, that was incredible to see as well. You know, just the work ethic that those guys had. You couldn't really go to the gym and, you know, not see one of them there. They were always getting better, always working on their game. And especially in practice, they were always working each other, pushing each other to get better. So that was something incredible to see just from, you know, teammates helping each other get better, develop. All right. Um, so, I mean, with that said, um, you're one of the only Eagles, past or present, that um, that has experienced sort of all the peaks and valleys of the, the roller coaster that we're kind of on right now as a program. Um, you know, you came in and a lot of good players, like we talked about, uh, under Coach Dooley, um, NIT appearance. Um, and then the last two years have been quite a you know a transition, obviously, going from Dooley to Fly and sort of a change in philosophy. And the cupboard was obviously pretty bare, um, you know, considering the guys from before. Um, you know, and then only two uh, freshmen coming in with Zach and Caleb at the time. And then last year, a bunch of Juco guys coming in. Can you speak to kind of what it was, what it's like being a part of the program, um, you know, from such a high um, and now through like a transition, you know, period and hitting some lows and, and, you know, now that the arrow is kind of looking like it's pointing up. Yeah, it was, it was a lot to adapt to. You know, we, we definitely had high expectations my second year with only bringing in two freshmen and, you know, things just didn't pan out for us, and that was something that we had to adapt to. And then, you know, this year was you know, also just very different with how new of a team we had. And I was actually gone for a little bit of the summer, and I came back a few weeks late. And, you know, I felt like I didn't know anybody, so it was a super strange, you know, situation for me. And it turned out great, but you know, there was definitely the peaks and valleys and, you know, getting to learn the new teams and finding out how each other plays. A lot of it was a chemistry thing. And, you know, they're definitely growing together, but, you know, there was a, a lot of things going on. For sure. Yeah. It's always tough with uh, bringing in new people, let alone a new coach and, and, and trying to basically restart a, restart a program and build from the ground up. But so now Caleb Caddo is the only player remaining from Fly's initial recruiting class. And he made huge strides from year one to year two. And as a former teammate of his, what do you see in him from being a bench player in year one to starting every game and pretty much now the, the face of the team as far as experience goes? Um, what do you see from him going forward? You know, he still has so much potential and I think with the way that he's working right now, that he'll really be able to show everyone, you know, what he's got. Just from how much he's progressed since he's got here. And the way he's working in the gym right now is the same as when he first got here. He's still hungry. So I'm really looking forward to coming out and watching what he's got for us this year and next year. Any other upcoming players on your radar or people that you're, uh, you're friends with that might be on the team? 
definitely looking forward to see how, you know, Dakota Rivers is going to develop. I'm sure everyone's excited to see him grow over the years. And, you know, he's another one that's worked incredibly hard as well. So, um, you know, through all this, you know, time, you being a scout teamer, um, you played with, you know, in your freshman year, I believe Dolan Mahoney was there, Joshua Coe, um, and then obviously Kyle Hoffman, et cetera. Um, what, I mean, as a scout teamer, it's obviously a little bit different. What kind of, what, what do they pass on to you and, and, you know, how did they help you solidify your place as a scout team legend? Um, <laughs> and is the team in good hands with, uh, with Chance Jackson and Lenny Rica? Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they definitely passed on to me. <clears throat> they were like, take this seriously. Like we're helping the guys get better and, you know, go as hard as you possibly can. So, you know, what that translated to me was, you know, I just go out there and whoop these guys every day. So that's kind of what I did. And that's how you become a scout team legend over the years. You go and whoop all the players day by day. But, you know, Chance Jackson and Lenny Ricca both, you know, they both got a lot from us, I feel like. And, you know, they were starting to have a lot of fun going as hard as they could at the guys, trying to get them ready for the game. So I think it's in good hands. Okay, um, so I did want to get your comment on another guy. Um, it's obviously really rare um, to get, you know, for, for a scout team guy for a walk-on to get minutes. And then all of a sudden, semi-early on last year, um, a guy like Cyrus Largy comes on. First of all, before I go further, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? So, you know, I'm the wrong person to ask because I don't know <laughs> And he's not going to tell you if you're pronouncing it wrong. So I've been going with Largy. Okay. See, I first saw it, and we're both like Largy, maybe. And then we heard we heard the the PA guy say Largy, and then we started hearing him say like emphasis on the G part, like Largy. And like <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but we'll just stick with Largy if that's what you do. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, like I'm saying, he um, you know, all of a sudden he gets minutes and it was just a few at the beginning. And then that turned into a start. And then at the end of the year, it turned into a few starts back to back. Um, you know, he comes in as a walk on ends up earning that playing time. And, you know, did, did you see sort of right off the bat that that was something he could do? And, and how is he sort of different, um, you know, than the other scout teamers and stuff like that? Yeah, that was definitely something I saw right off the bat. You know, he was he was really good coming in. He's a skilled guy, and that's another guy who works incredibly hard. You know, I couldn't be more proud of him and the way he's grown. But right from the right from the jump, he was just always working harder, trying to show the coaches, you know, I can do this. Every defensive possession in practice, he was just trying to lock people up. So, you know, it was something that I knew could happen, and I was really hoping it would. So I'm happy it turned out the way it did. For sure. So can you take us a little bit detail in like the life of, of a scout teamer or what you, you, you contributed to practice in the team day in and day out? I know you, you touched on it briefly just a, a few minutes ago, but you know, you're kind of like the first guy that we've had, uh, <laughs> that's like a true big, like six foot 10 that was on the scout team and, and just what, just run us through the life of, uh, you know, your role and, and how that affects the team as a whole. Yeah, so as a scout team member, uh, you're going to know the other team's plays even a little bit better than you know your own plays, as funny as that sounds. Uh, 
you know, you, you go to other team sets and you learn their plays so that you can run it against your team and they can be ready for our games and everything. And, you know, it just comes to a point in season where, you know, you feel like you know the other team's plays better than you know your own. But, um, I'm sorry, what was the second half of the question? Oh, just, just detailing, like, uh, I don't know what you contribute to the team, your role, what the other guys do, how it all works. Just never, you got, you're never in the limelight. We never hear about you. So we want to know, you know, a little bit more about it. Be like, we all have our positions that we're going to play against our guys. We all learn the spots to run against them. Um, you know, especially during season, deep in the season, we're not going to be doing too much during practice. A lot of it's, you know, five on five, you know, starters, second string, just going at each other most of practice. And then towards the end, that's when they call in the big guns. And me and the other scout team boys have to come in and you know, really perform against these starters. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Any favorite memories? What are your favorite memories uh, from your time at FGCU? Uh, one of my favorite memories was playing at Michigan State. Uh, that we didn't come out successful, but you know that was just the craziest atmosphere I've been in, and that's an experience that will stick with me the rest of my life. And then, you know, the other best moment, probably one of the best moments of my basketball career, was you know scoring the first point on senior night. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that per thirty six, we remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally. What are your thoughts on 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 the the team going forward under the leadership of Michael Fly and and what do you foresee for the the future of the program? Yeah, I really hope they're able to turn it around and get things rolling. You know, I feel like they have a lot of pieces that can work out for them, and you know, if everything develops the way it should, I feel like there can be a bright future, and that's what I'm really hoping for. Any, uh, you know, we mentioned. Um... Obviously, Caleb Caddo, and everyone's excited to see how, you know, Dakota Rivers develops. Any other guys, you you know, just as a last kind of thing, any other guys you think we should uh, be writing their names down? Well, as you guys mentioned, you know, Cyrus, I would definitely keep an eye on him because I feel like since he's gotten the scholarship, he's only gotten hungrier. So I would keep my eyes out for sure. Cool, man. All right. Uh, that's about all the questions we got for you. you got any other comments and things you want to say to the the fans and and stuff moving forward yeah i just want to thank you guys again for having me on you know i feel like you guys are doing a great job and have some great coverage so thank you guys very much we appreciate yeah, we it appreciate it's, that it's real fun to to dive into the especially in the off season and, and get some tidbits and and fgc basketball news moving forward but we're we're having fun with it yeah <laughs> All right, Ryan. Well, yeah. thank you for your time, man. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you, guys. Best of luck with uh, the job search. For sure. Thank you very much. All right, peace. Talk to you later. Have a good one. Well, that was our interview with FGCU, former FGCU scout teamer Ryan Roquant. Um, it was really great to talk to him. He's a good dude. Um you know, we wish him the best of luck moving forward and his job prospects. He's a genius, so I'm sure he'll get, I'm sure he'll get a, a couple of those jobs and have to choose between them. Wishing the best as far as uh, KD ratio on Call of Duty. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, keep that up. Got to keep it up. Uh, there's no such thing as too much, so don't, don't tell yourself that. 
And um, yeah, wish him health and happiness and wealth and prosperity. All the good stuff. None of the bad. Uh, thank you for tuning in, though. Uh, we appreciate your listening. And we'll be around all summer. Try to get a couple more interviews for you. Um, we still have our articles to come out. Um, we will be having some more summer flyer fresh faces articles for um we just released the Luis Rolone one we have Victor Rosa coming up and a couple weeks after that we'll do Dom London and that way you get that inside you know look on each of the the newcomers to the program this coming year after that I'm planning to do you know catch up with all the current team you know members and see their prospects moving forward too so we'll keep you plenty informed and stuff to read about but As always, thanks for listening in. Thanks for reading. And wings up. Go Eagles.